0: It's a creativitorium (laughs) with your host Sam Prince. That's me, where we talk everything acting, one of my favorite passion topics, and everything else in between. With very special guests, we talk film, theater, modeling, screenwriting, directing, design, behind the scenes, and so much more. So let's get crack-a-lackin'. And see what we have in store this week. And action!
1: Hello, Anika. Here again, I'd like to tell you about some voiceover co- coaching classes with Sam. It's a lot of fun. We play lots of games and activities all based around vocal techniques. We meet once a week, but Sam could work around your schedule. We practice and record with his studio microphone. So one day, you can be a famous voiceover star. For more information, visit samber.productions, that's S-A-M-B-E-R, .productions, or contact Sam Prince at 616-308-0067. You don't have to be a kid like me either. His coaching sessions are for all ages. Looking forward to hearing your voice soon. welcome 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 to the creativatorium
2: i am your host sam prince and i am so excited and honored to have on the podcast again <laughs> <laughs> mr jesse lee how are you my friend i'm doing good
3: sam i'm doing good
2: good man good i uh
3: whew.
0: we've been doing so much lately <laughs> and, uh,
1: <laughs> they and don't I, even know
2: they don't even know how much we've been doing um, but boy last year I suckered basically kidnapped you into doing <laughs> this dreamscape thing with me <laughs> it, the dreamscape And, uh, you know, it's it's just so great because, you know, I gave you this idea. I said, hey, I want to do a Halloween show. I want to make it cool and mysterious. Um, Go. (laughs) (laughs) And boy, did you just run with it. And the next thing you know, I got this list of characters. And, I mean, you basically
1: wrote the show. Man, I'm, I'm just so, so. Grateful and all that, man.
3: My pleasure. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to summarize all of what happened, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh, Yeah, I was just really grateful for the opportunity and to have such artistic liberty, like and you were always so open to my ideas and, you know, with generating ideas, we just worked so well together. And I think that really came out in this production. And that yeah. was really one of the real exciting discoveries for me was figuring yeah. out how well we worked and yeah. So I, right. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I,
2: the, the the writing of it um i don't know for me tell me tell me on, on your behalf but for me it mm-hmm. seemed like it came so easy for you you know like next thing you know you know <laughs> we had a script you know i mean was it easy was it was it tough
3: um it was
1: it it wasn't really
3: i don't oh, my <laughs> mind is trying up blank. <laughs> i know you got so it's much kinda, going on. it's kind of <laughs> like um maybe it was easy like writing is a pretty natural expression for me i figured out and so uh yeah just like you gave me a theme and so I kind of ran with it one direction. And then you're like, well, what if we did this with it? And then it really helped when you started because you, we, we talked about the themes that we were going to cover, the scenes we were going to cover, what we kind of wanted to do. And I came up with some characters and then you're like, I really like that. And so let's, what if we go this direction with it? And then I was right. like, oh, what if, what if like, you know, it took a lot of back and forth between us to get yeah to where the writing became streamlined. (laughs) Yeah. And where you it became natural and like everything, like once we figured out the core relationship that we were uh, exhibiting with this story, where this story Mm -hmm. was really going, where the the struggle really was, the tension and the the conflict, where the conflict really was, the relationship. Once we figured that out, (laughs) Like it, yeah. you know, and that cap like, I think at that point though, you know, we were trying to figure out the ending and, you know, we focused on the relationship and then that capped it off and then it was over, right. you know, game over. Yeah. So yeah. like it, yeah, it did take a lot of back and forth uh, and definitely with the ideas. Um uh, But so, but like you would start, I remember that you, you wrote a scene and like, uh, Two characters sitting in a room and then you know they're just talking and then you gave it to me and said hey uh can you do anything with this (laughs) (laughs) so that i i told i had i had another character like just running around the room and just you know just going crazy and the two you know um yeah so it was really helpful that way when you would start the scenes and then i could finish him off and then um and then after i figured out you know kind of where We were going with the rest of it, and then you told me, "Hey, man, let's just use the seeds that you (laughs) wrote."
2: Yeah, exactly, man.
3: (laughs) So I was like, "Okay." (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I don't think that really answered the question, but it was a lot of back and forth. It took a lot between the two of us, a lot of conversations, to figure out where this concept, where this story was going. Yeah, and then and then have it written. Yeah. Um. So I think the hardest part was just laying ground between the two of us for the idea to drop into place, I guess. Yep.
2: Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And so then we finally got, you know, a final script Mm -hmm. Um, and then we started rehearsing online, you know, in zoom and stuff. Mm -hmm. And
1: that was cool. Yeah. Um, but once we got to the Muskegon Women's Club
2: and really started rehearsing in person, mm-hmm. that, that was when it started getting really cool, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, A, that place is amazing
1: mm-hmm.
2: and, and creepy and and all <laughs> that. <laughs> but you could just see the actors just really... Really, getting into it, you know, mm. and um to you know it's similar to like Frederick, you know, like when you write something, you know it, it's different when you have a play that's already written by somebody else, you know, and then mm. you know it's it you you perform it, but when you have something that you wrote that you really have no idea what it's going to look like, and then when it starts to come together. right it's it's just a cool thing and it was it was just so cool to see your words being performed and acted out and rehearsed at that time
1: yeah 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 and you know and then you know and then we got to use the
2: place, you know, like for your example or your entrance when you're coming in in the hallway with the
3: lights. Uh, ah. Yeah. Uh, that always my favorite. Always. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. So cool. So cool. And just the creativity that we just threw into that mm. whole thing. Mm was just cool, yeah, 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 so <clears throat>
2: now, we decided <laughs> to keep it going <laughs> and we're gonna write these episodes that are going to be coming out monthly soon, mm-hmm. taking the characters and getting some backstories and some forward stories and entering some new characters, and we were just talking about that and that process and i'm excited man i I think it's going to be really cool
3: yeah 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 i think it's i think one of the things that i'm excited about it is is we get to see more of the characters like in dreamscape is that's more their climax we there is a build-up and there is story and there's heart and there's conflict and there's everything um but we get to see more of the day-to-day we get to see what um what made them into right. what they? What made them into the climax? What brought them to that place? Right to see, yeah, the backstory. Yeah, and yeah.
1: And
3: and since and since these characters are completely new, they're they are based off of a play that you know we wrote, but uh, I, I still kind of feel like anything can happen. Like there's still themes and things we're touching on and, but like, really, like, there's just so much, there's just so much new stuff to explore with them now. Even if you, even for those that saw them at Dreamscape last Halloween, uh, they're going to see new things. They're going to see new things now.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I'm glad you said that because I really want to do it again this Halloween, Mm -hmm. you know maybe at a different location, maybe Grand Rapids location something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, maybe we got to tweak it a little bit, make it a little different, but mm-hmm. um, I think the buildup that we'll have every month mm-hmm. showing our shows mm-hmm. will just
1: be even cooler and make right. it even cooler. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we
2: we decided too that we're gonna have like a little, little poetry slam, little, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, man, why am I drawing a blank on an, another term for it? Open mic, it was, open mic, or yeah, just the whole you know, whatever kind yeah. of jam, yeah, that's gonna be cool. And I'm sure there's a lot of poets
1: and, you know,
2: rappers or whatever out there in the local area that are going to be entertaining us. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So come on out, everybody.
2: Come on out, everybody. We'll let you know.
0: We cannot wait to see you.
2: Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Well, cool. All right. Well, enough of that. Let's talk about now. Um. What I'm also excited about is your poetry, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's. it's, Well, I'm glad you're you're
3: excited, Sam.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I am. I am super excited. Um, And we're 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 titling it "Manly Poetry."
3: Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. M-A-N-L-E-E, um, poetry.
2: M-A-N-L-E-E, poetry. All right. Yep. Um, Want to give us a little backstory on it? We'll talk about sure. where it started and where you are now with it?
1: Okay. Um, what was the first part that you
2: mentioned? Uh, wh- where, where it came from. Where where oh, started? What what made you oh. say, "All right, I'm gonna write this
3: stuff"? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, I cover a little bit of it in my book, um, uh, my first book that's out, called Maybe, um, <clears throat> and Which can uh, be purchased? Every, it can be purchased at uh, the website called The Book Patch dot com, the book patch, the book patch dot com. Um, dot com, and then you can search the bookstore for uh, manly poetry, and my books, book books
1: will come up. The bookstore is that another dot
3: com or? Oh no, no, like within the website. Oh, within the website. Gotcha. gotcha. yeah within okay. the website. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Yep. All right. Pick that up, people. Yeah. Um, So my first book is out there. It's called Maybe. And in Maybe, in kind of the beginning, before I get to the meat, um, I kind of give a little introduction in there. um, So I'll kind of summarize it here. Um, So in high school, uh, like when I was 16, we were going to do a poetry unit. And um, the first thought I remember very distinctly that came into my head was Poetry's for Sissies. (laughs) Because, you know, in school, like some of the stuff that we covered was like, it 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 was more like classical poetry. Like, you know, the flowers ebb upon the wings of the seagull and the sky turns Malefluous or whatever you know (laughs) and you're looking at the teacher's like so what does this mean i don't know what this means right right what is it about a sky oh it's about his his long lost love of his puppy that died or something i don't know right and so you know you you really it's so you know but obviously i was very ignorant at the time um with that opinion i believe and so, like that was my first thought that I ever had. And so, I never mm-hmm. ever thought, you know, fast forward to today, I never ever thought that poetry would be something I would be writing. Um, and so, but I kind of got into it, and um, and I was like, you know, this is this stuff is kind of cool. So we had to like analyze other poems and forms of creative writing and stuff. Um, and then I remember my teacher. Um, we had to do, I think the following year we had to do, we did a poetry unit again. And um, so we, or some short creative writing or something. And so um, I wrote a poem for that, a piece that I had written, a short story that I'd written. And he asked me to come up and read it in front of the class. He invited me to do that. So I did that and I thought that was pretty cool. Um, And then, you know, all throughout high school, uh, I continued writing, I kept writing. And um, it was really, it was really an outlet for me. It was really a source of strength for me. Uh, it, it provided me emotional fortitude to make it through my day physically, I guess you mm. could say. Mm. Um, so I, I kept writing and then, um, I guess for a couple of years I kind of didn't really get into it. Um, and then I got back into it, uh, Maybe like six, seven years ago. and okay. um, and kind of and and more so, I would say, more so within the past few years, within the past three, to five years, I've been writing almost, almost every day. Um, wow. just just lines that come to my head, you know, i'm I'm thinking about something and my mind will replay it back to me in poetic form Um, or I'll, you know, I'll have this feeling and it'll just come out in a poetic form or in a song form or whatever. Um, That's just how my mind works. Um, So that's kind of where it started kind of. So poetry overall kind of to preface um, poetry has just been a source of strength for me. And it, it gives me the ability to be aware of what I'm experiencing, and to observe it, to be okay with it, to uh, confront it if I need to, but mostly just to be aware of what's going on in my life, and what's going on inside of me, um, Mm -hmm. and what's going on, and how I view the world, and the choices I'm making, and the decisions I've made, and the consequences I'm living with, and the, the dreams that I have, and the hopes, and you know, just just my entire life. It you know, it just allows me to process it. Um yeah, it just yeah, it just allows me to process it. Yeah. A lot better than if <laughs> than if yeah. I didn't have it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I mean poetry has been part of my life too. And I, I got a whole bunch of journals full of it. I but unlike you, mm. I haven't done it in a long time and I, I need to get back to it because like you said, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a way of expression, you know, and mm. getting those things out that's inside yourself. Mm.
3: And, yeah. and for me, um, the reason, the reason manly poetry came about, I've been, I've been thinking yeah. about, I've been thinking about what I was going to name whatever I was going to do. <laughs> I didn't know. I've been, I've been thinking yeah. about, I've been thinking about names and I didn't know how to bring what, what do I call this baby that I'm, you know, birthing, what, what I, you got to write, you got to give it a name. It's going to be right. something people yeah. got to know what to call it. You got to know what to call it. So uh, I've been thinking about a lot of different things. Um, uh, in my as an actor uh my name is jesse lee that's that's my stage name that i use so at first i thought jesse lee poetry but i wanted something more than that um and like so i thought about it and i'm like well i thought about a bunch of different things that end with lee you know um and i I decided on manly because, (laughs) because I'm not really a man. I, I do not view, I do not view myself as a man. I don't, I, I'm, I'm not there yet. And, uh, it's, um, so for me, and I also thought men, you know, when I first was exposed to poetry, my first reaction was men don't write poetry, you know, real men you know, don't have anything to do with poetry. But for me, I think it's the avenue that I have that I go down uh, to mature, to Mm. become a man. If I didn't have poetry, Mm. I don't think if I if I had nothing, and I didn't have poetry, but poetry was what I needed to mature, and I didn't have it, I think I'd be a lot less mature than I am now. And I'm pretty immature now. But, but, um, (laughs) but poetry has helped me mature It's helped me I feel like emotionally, it's helped me to step up, be a man, deal with my issues and be like, okay, this is me, you know, yeah. and like for whatever I, I real, I, am aware of this. I acknowledge this. I accept it. Now I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah. manly poetry, that's kind of how it came about was just this feeling of I'm not a man and I want to be a man. I don't know how to do that. Um, or maybe I do and I'm just ignoring it, but um emotionally, poetry helps me to grow, to process, and I feel to mature. Yeah. Wow. So it's 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 not as much about what I actually am than you know, it's kind of a name of what I want to be. What you want to be, I
2: think. Right. Wow, that's profound and powerful, man. You know, because there's a lot of men out there who are not
1: men. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, not being very manly. Mm. That is true. So can we talk about the main topic of manly poetry?
1: And um, you know, it's the, the main premise of it. And, you know, the sure the the P word. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the naughty P word. Naughty P word.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. Um yeah, sure. Um so addressing so if you look at Manly Poetry right now, uh it's only been live or whatever for like three weeks. Um, And the poems that I've written are about porn. And um, if you think, if you look at it, oh, well, he's okay. So manly poetry is about porn. Yes, yes it is. Um, Although, um, I'll put it this way. That is the topic that I have chosen to cover right now so it was an intentional choice Mm -hmm. to speak about this subject with my poetry Mm -hmm. so it's it's not like i i this was a very intentional decision Mm -hmm. to speak about this subject and um because i i i felt like this was the most powerful way i could address it Mm -hmm. so um if you think manly if you think manly poetry and you think porn that's fine. I don't care. Go ahead. Makes my day (laughs) because you know that I'm addressing, I'm addressing, you know what I'm addressing. You know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. There's there's not Mm -hmm. a doubt. Um, Right. So, you know, somebody who needs awareness, empathy, or hope in dealing with porn, whatever their relationship with porn is, or if they know somebody who has a relationship with porn, whatever, Mm -hmm. manly poetry. Oh, he talks about porn. You'll probably be able to help somebody who's struggling, who's getting ravished emotionally by this relationship. Mm-hmm. I know where to go. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Can we say the P word? It's, it's embarrassing to be a billboard. It can be embarrassing. You know, people can look at it and it can, it can look embarrassing. People can be embarrassed by looking at a billboard about this subject, mm-hmm. but, and uh, in so many poems that I've already posted, in the one I'm posting today, uh, called Quarantine, <laughs> in my trailer on TikTok, uh, I I wrote that I don't wanna, I I almost didn't post this one. There's been a handful that I almost have not posted these poems mm-hmm. because I am just, I am just, I, 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 I'm embarrassed. I, I, maybe I'm mm-hmm. embarrassed. I'm, I'm scared. I'm, I'm unsure. Mm-hmm. I'm just completely unsure about how to feel and what to do mm-hmm. about the top, the topics that I'm covering, especially with porn. Um, but then in my relationship with porn, but then with all the other relationships I have, uh, when I address them, th- I don't want to post. I don't want to Mm. post my (laughs) poems and I tell, I tell, I tell people in the trailers, I don't, I don't want to say this. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't know what I don't, I almost didn't post this today. I almost cut it from the Mm. roster because I'm so scared of the themes that I'm touching on, but you know, on the other, and I, I think about the criticism that I would receive. I think about the people and affected by the relationships of the themes that I cover I think about you know all of these other aspects and I have to make a choice about whether I'm going to say something or whether I'm not going to say something mm-hmm. and today I chose to say something about things that are very difficult for people to talk about um whether they've experienced it or not um so today quarantine is coming out I actually uh wrote quarantine uh, a handful of years ago and now i'm making it public public like I've, I've posted it to facebook before but now i'm making it public um so so um does that make sense <laughs> yeah. What I've said? yeah 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 i mean it's it's a touchy topic man
2: let's just be honest it is but I just commend you over and over for your courage to talk about it, you know, um, but you were kind of alluding to that it's not just about pornography. Is there it, is it more? Is there more of a message than just oh. addressing that topic?
3: Can you, can you ask that question again? It kind of broke up a little, sorry.
2: That's all right. I was saying, it seemed like you were alluding to that manly poetry isn't just about pornography. Right. What
3: what else is it about? So, um, well, we kind of touched on like what my vision is, what I want to get out of it, kind of, um, like developmentally. Um, so are, are you talking like, so as far as topics, like porn is the first relationship topic that I am covering. I believe that right. pornography is a relationship with porn or I believe that, that came out wrong. I believe that, <laughs> um, I believe that people have a relate. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still hear me? Is that too loud? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It's loud though. That's fun.
3: Sorry, everybody. It was listening.
2: That's <laughs> all right. That's perfect, man. <laughs> When's the last time you're gonna have a podcast with a training? Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, okay. How's this? Is it a little better now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, so as far as like topics go. I think if you touch on a relationship with porn, there's already a bunch of topics that I'm already covering in my pieces. Um, There's a lot of things that go into a relationship with porn, a (laughs) lot of things that motivate people to have a relationship with porn. Um, Because to me, um, it's not like, I'm like, yes, A, I made the very intentional decision to write about porn. Manly poetry is not just about porn, but for right now, that's what I'm talking about. Um. that's what I want to cover that's what I want to address um, other subjects uh, let's just say they're in the queue um, okay,
1: okay. All right. but um, All right.
3: but if you're disheartened that right now I'm only talking about porn well take a second look because if you look yeah. at any relationship, it's not black and white. It's not one dimensional. Your relationship with yeah. porn or with anybody else is not one dimensional. Right. There's right. So, it's, it's so multi-dimensional and that's what yeah. I want to communicate with my, my poetry about porn. So gotcha. with my poetry um, and with this relationship, because it's a relationship gotcha. and um, it's, it's multi-dimensional.
2: Sure. Sure. I totally understand, man, because you got you know, you got a the relationship with porn, then you got mm-hmm. the relationship with yourself, and then mm-hmm. you maybe there's a woman involved or a, a, a partner involved, you know. So you got that, mm-hmm. you know, you got you got God, you know, I mean it's mm-hmm. there's a lot you're right. There's it's multi, multifaceted when it comes to that.
3: And plus, um, you've got a mental aspect. You've got spirit, oh. the spiritual aspect. You've got a physical sure. aspect. You've got a sociological aspect. You've got sure. a psychological aspect. You've <laughs> got um, a sexual aspect. You've yeah. got um, anything. Yeah. So, so it, it's
1: it's 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 completely encompassing. Yeah. Yeah. And so true
3: um i was gonna say something else but i don't remember what it is now but yeah (laughs) so yeah it's yeah it's it's multi-dimensional and it's not as easy as don't look at porn or
2: right you know right right
3: right and so and so like there's like there's a lot of people out there there's a lot of organizations company groups uh mentors, uh, writers, um, that cover the topic. Um, and they all approach it from a different point of view, they all -hmm. approach it. So my point of view is to approach it from an emotional point of view. Because mm-hmm. I live in an emotional world, I don't consider that I live in a physical world. Because I don't, I don't comprehend the physical world. But I, an emotional world, I comprehend. So I understand mm-hmm. that that's where I live. Um, so I'm addressing porn emotionally and then looking at it multidimensionally, at all these other things, and um, and you know, oh, another thing that I wanted to mention, with it being a relationship, yeah. is it's also there's I believe that. Um, you can have a relationship with porn. And by having a relationship with porn, one thing that's introduced, which I find really fascinating is a power struggle. And you start to see the truth. If you look at porn multidimensionally, you're going to get to see a whole lot of things that you otherwise would not have seen. Like like we talked today and I learned some things about you, Sam, that I did not know. Because you know, you're not just a podcaster, but you're you're a multidimensional being. And I learned new things about you. And mm-hmm. it was really cool to see those things. And now I understand where you're coming from and your motivation and your actions and your the consequences of some of you know, whatever. And so mm-hmm. now I'm starting to see, oh, okay. Now you're not, you're not just Sam the podcaster. You know, there's it's not cardboard, man. You're not cardboard, <laughs> and porn is not cardboard. Porn yeah. is And so if, you know, I want to explore, you know, if, if having a, my premise is, is that I look at it, I live in an emotional world. I look at porn as a relationship. So porn and I have a relationship. Now, what does that mean? Mm. Does that mean that porn has complete power over me? Does that mean that porn is only black and white? Does that mean, uh... Yeah. What does it mean? And I think it's really exciting because when you get into a power struggle with porn, when you get to look at what porn hates, if you view it as a relationship, well, if you're in a relationship with somebody, surely they hate things and there's things they love. What does porn hate? What does porn love? Why does porn hate those things? Why does porn love those things? Mm. I can know those things. I can use those things. Mm. And now it's a lot more expansive than I looked at porn, it was bad, God said don't do it I'm a social Mm -hmm. outcast Mm -hmm. my life is over (laughs) no, no, no no, 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 no it's not that no, it's not that simple
2: No. no, no
3: and it's not that boring
2: right,
1: right wow that is well said man that is what I'll All right. So we
2: went to the website. We gave yeah. everybody a website where you can get it. Um, it's on YouTube as well. And TikTok?
3: If you look up uh, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Manly Poetry. All right. Yep. All right. And you'll see a picture of me. It's a black and white picture of me leaning like right. this in black yep. and
2: white right gotcha um and you said have you been putting out a
3: a poem every day for the last yep few weeks 14 yep yep 14 15 16 17 days yep and another one's coming this afternoon Mm -hmm. all right yep so after this podcast uh another one will post i already posted a trailer today so
2: all right man that's awesome that's awesome and I mean, the last thing I want to talk about is just that you're looking to have speaking engagements about your poetry and the topic and all that good stuff. Um, Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're looking at businesses, schools, wherever, you know, just to talk about that and your poetry and, and dealing with it and, um, I'm, I'm super excited and proud of you for doing it, man. I mean, thank you. It's, a, it's a big leap.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, before this, I, I was basically a nomad. Uh, I was not on, I have, I have social accounts and, but you know, um, social media accounts, but I wasn't really on them. And now I'm on him every day. So it just kind of, you know, get thrown into it. <laughs> yeah. It's just fine. I've been preparing for it for a while. So, you know, I was partially ready for the transition, but I don't think I was completely ready. I was only ready enough. So, yeah. So, yeah.
2: All right. All right. So anybody out there,
1: churches, schools,
2: you know, who want
1: to really talk about that topic? Of porn and Jesse's poetry, you know, and contact him on Facebook, yep, you know, message him, you know do whatever you can um, but you know it really is
2: something that, like we talked about before it's 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 a topic that n- nobody really wants to talk about but Mm -hmm. almost every man is doing or has been involved in it at some point in their lives Mm -hmm. I would venture to say 99% of the male population of the world has had to deal with pornography at some point in their lives Mm -hmm. you know and sometimes it's ripped their lives apart you know Mm -hmm. So, you know, to have a conversation about it, have you speak about it, you know, I just think, well, it'll, it'll change lives, you know, and Mm -hmm. I'm assuming, I mean, can you just briefly tell me like, what, what's your goal when you go, when you say you go and speak at a school or a church, what's your goal?
3: I've my approach here. I base my approach with this subject, with this relationship, with presenting this poetry on three pillars. One is awareness, one is empathy, one is hope. And that's the way that I'm that I structure my books as well. Um, the first one just covers one poem, so it doesn't really cover all of three of those areas, although the poem itself does cover those three areas but um, the next the next book I'm working on has, is divided into those three sections awareness, empathy and hope um, kind of a before life before porn or the moment before porn um, during a relationship with porn and then after your relationship with porn
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, So <clears throat> my goal is to I just I wanna break the silence. That's, that's my number one goal, go. is to break the silence. Um, because I've realized that porn's, to me, one of porn's biggest weapons, if not its biggest, is silence, period. And mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so yeah. my goal is to just break the silence, whether that's just me speaking, uh, whether that's somebody else speaking to me about their relationship with porn, or whether that's somebody listening to their internal voice and listening to it speak about their relationship with porn, where they step back, they're aware of their relationship with porn, they can then choose to talk about it, have an internal dialogue, or have an external dialogue. I yeah. can't, you know, w- whatever. Um, yeah. So that's just my hope is to just break the silence, whatever that looks like.
1: All right. Hey, Amen, man. That's 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 beautiful. That's beautiful.
2: So anything we haven't covered? Any any form of how people can find you, buy your book that we that I forgot to mention?
3: Uh I don't I don't think so. Um
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Check him out. Check him out.
2: <laughs> He's everywhere. <laughs> Doing his yep. thing. Yeah. All right. So, um, I want to just wind up real quick with, yep. uh, something fun since we've been talking about heavy subject. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's fun for me. It's probably gonna be fun for you though.
3: No, This is, <laughs> I, I was hoping you skip it.
2: nope um but you only gave me four so not too bad so basically um you know poetry and rappers you know obviously do do poetry and i'm a big fan fan of rapping and so have you so i asked you to give me your top four rappers of today um and we're going to put them up against each other. And you're going to tell me who's your favorite today.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's just shaking his head. It's a good thing this is just audio. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, goodness. <laughs> right. All right. So the first one is versus Eminem. We're just going to put the big two right against each other. MF you cut and out. M&M.
1: Who was the other one? Oh, ah! and M&M. <laughs> <sighs> NF. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. You know I'm just I, not thinking.
2: <laughs> I'm just not thinking. All right. I just I'm yeah. just going for it. Yeah. No wrong yeah.
0: answers ever. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I think I told you, you know,
2: I, I mean, I was aware of him enough and personally, but I got a tutor the seventh grader who just loves him, you know, and mm. so we we have him on the background while I'm tutoring. And I'm like, wow, man, this guy is good. Mm. I mean, he, he really is impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Okay, so then the other two were Tom McDonald and Hobson. Which, those are two new ones you introduced me to. I'd never heard of them before you told
1: me about them. Mm. Who's your favorite on those two? Hobson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So now you got
2: Hobson and N.F.
3: Oh, <laughs> if you haven't seen the music video they do together, you should watch the music video they do together called "Lost." It's, oh. it's amazing. They're such a wonderful pairing between the wow. two of them. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling
1: Hobson. Wow, really? I just that's just what the I felt. Underdog,
2: underdog came out all right. Yeah, he's awesome. He really is. I was impressed, yeah, all right. Hops and wins, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, man. well, this has been great. Thank you so much for doing it with me and talking about all this cool stuff.
3: Mm. thank you, Sam, and Thank you,
2: yeah, yep, And again, I know I've said it a million times, but I'm just proud of you for all the creative stuff you're doing and and you know, I mean, it, we're both creative cats, you know, we're not, we're not corporate America, <laughs> <laughs> you know, business suit type dudes, you know, and, you know, creatively is how we positively affect the world, you know, um, mm. and that's what you're doing, man. I, I just hope you know that.
1: I'm glad somebody knows it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, more than one person knows it. That's for sure. Cool. (laughs) Well, thanks again, man. This has been Jesse Lee on the Creativatorium. Thanks again. And we'll wind it up.
1: And like I always like to say at the end, all the world's a stage.